The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, so I, I, you know what? I've just got under your collar today between talking about distracted driving and insurance rates and, and, and plant-based beyond meat things and red meat. So I fired you all up. Now I'm just going to chill you out a little bit. Let's let's have some fun, okay? And we'll get back to some of those topics coming up. And by the way, I'll just have to say this in my house. Uh, we're a bit of meatitarians. My husband pretty much is a meatitarian. He, I just see that's all he eats anymore is meat all the time. I love meat. Uh, I'm more of a, of, a, of a fish gal and a chicken and pork gal. But, you know, you can slap a I Love Alberta beef sticker right on my backside, and I'd be happy to uh, wear it for the rest of my life. Just putting it out there. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have our next guest uh, in studio this afternoon. It's been a heck of a ride from for well over, I'm going to say a decade now, because that's the, the last time I've seen him perform. He's been making crowds laugh right around the world. So just let me get through all of this. He's performed for hundreds of thousands of people, had numerous specials on TV, including his HBO Canada special, where he became one of the network's highest rated TV specials, which was a first for any Canadian. Look at him smile. He's been waking waves in France over the past couple of years, wowing audiences there, was recently a judge on the upcoming season of France's version of America's Got Talent. The New York Times calls him a fearless comic with a talent for provoking both laughter and outrage. He's performed over 1,600 shows in 31 countries and is touring Canada once again. Sugar Sammy is on tour across Canada. He performs in Edmonton on Friday night at the Meyer Horowitz Theatre. And this afternoon, he joins me in studio. Sammy, nice to see you. Nice to see you. Good to be back. Okay, so first off, um, this have you ever tried one of these um, Beyond Meat burgers? Uh, I have not. It's just because uh, I like meat. So, so <laughs> it's a, that's my first choice. So if it's, a, if it's between meat and Beyond Meat, I'll go for meat. But, uh, I mean, uh, I know vegetarians have a great time with it so that's yeah, that's fun they're yeah. enjoying it yeah. i mean i'm thinking you're, you're in alberta and i mean you know alberta beef you kind of you gotta love yeah some I mean, alberta beef i, I love Although beef. you you're from quebec and you're in alberta right now so yeah but i love beef i think everybody across <laughs> the world loves beef you know uh so uh i don't know what the the discussion is but i think they just it's this like a uh, new study that said beef is good for you yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of back and forth. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, that was good news for me because I was like, oh great, I can eat it <laughs> guilt free now. Like it's it feels good. Sugar Sammy, uh, you have uh, it has been uh, kind of amazing to watch you. I was telling you that just before um, we started this interview, I I was trying to figure out when it was that I saw you last time and I actually had to ask my husband you know was it you or was it my other husband that I saw you great I'm, I'm happy I started that fight that's perfect get, get me this is how you get this is how you get coerced into fights that you didn't have you had nothing to do with I uh, know you know what but it was I think it was like 2009 2010 you were here uh, playing the wind spear loved the show then when I read all of that off and I mean that's just touching that's just scratching the surface of what um, your world has been like over the past number of years um, I mean you could go back to what was it 1983 and you're Eddie Murphy uh, seeing Delirious uh, for the first time and thinking I want to be a comedian to looking back at where you are now I mean does it seem real what, what has this been like for you I mean look it's I live it day to day so it's like I'm you know I'm on uh, I'm on stage every day I'm writing every day I'm doing this every day so I don't see it from the outside I hear it's great from everybody else but I'm always <laughs> 
working. So, uh, and I'm, you know, the, the best thing about this is I get to do what I, I love and I genuinely love it. I'm in love with my work and I get to do it every day. And just that's enough, to be honest. This is like, you know, they say labor is its own reward. This is probably the job where it means the most. So yeah. your, uh, your parents came to Canada from India. You grew up in Montreal. That's right. You speak and perform in English, French, Punjabi, Hindi. That's right. Uh, and, um, you just made everybody in Millwoods happy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're coming. Book it. Book it now. <laughs> um, what, what did your parents think uh, of you wanting to become a, a, a comedian? And what do they think now? Well, now's great. <laughs> now's great. They're happy about it now. But uh, um, I never fully, like, revealed it to them until it was kind of, like, in the papers, you know? I was kind of doing it as a hobby, quote-unquote. And then when it started taking off, it was already like, well, this is now my full-time job, and I'm doing great at it. And they're like, yeah. okay, I guess we're okay with it. And now, I mean, you, you there's no bigger fan... Uh, of my work than my parents. Like, you're not leaving my parents' house without watching a Sugar Sammy video. You know, like, he'll be <laughs> the there. And he, come out, everything comes out. <laughs> exactly. And the guy's like, YouTube. I'm just here to fix the pipes, sir. Like, can I leave? <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, you know, they're uh, unashamedly proud, so it's great. Uh, one of the things that um, I love about your show, shows is you're willing to put it out there. You're, you're willing to, you know, to poke the angry bear. You are, you are willing to probably say things that most people are afraid to say anymore. And I've heard you describe it as, you know, uh, setting the room on fire and then running for the exit. <laughs> um, was that always like that for you? Were you always willing to, to, um, to do that? Or is that, has that come as you've grown and, and become more confident? Um, I think it's just gotten, you know, it's gotten more and more pronounced. I, I want to say worse, but it's gotten more <laughs> and more pronounced. But, you know, those are the comics I grew up uh, admiring were, were comics who, who did that. You know, Eddie Murphy's probably mm -hmm. like my biggest, uh, uh, you know, role model. So like, you know, Eddie Murphy, the Dave Chappelle's, the Chris mm -hmm. Rock's, the, uh, you know, Pryor's, George Carlin, like those guys would always go where Dave it was like the ones going, and everyone's going, oh, yeah, exactly. did he just say that? Yeah, and that's the kind of comedy I love, so it ended up being the type of comedy I wanted to do, and uh, to me, especially today, there's no better playing field <laughs> than this one, because everybody's <laughs> triggered and offended and outraged yeah. about everything, so, I mean, all those topics and those things you can't talk about, in my show, I talk about them, and everybody who comes to the show know that they're they're there to see something like that and to see that kind of comedy. And it's it's kind of like a town hall meeting where everybody just has a great great time. <laughs> has political correctness gone too far? Um, listen, I think it's always been around. The levels keep changing, but I think it's not that people are outraged. It's people like pretending they're outraged. There's a lot of like I'm outraged because now it's it's all about them. It's like mm -hmm. I want the attention about the outrage right now, and maybe I'll start a mini movie movement on Twitter this <laughs> afternoon, you know? Maybe I'll be the Rosa Parks of Twitter for, for the afternoon. Maybe I'll start something on Facebook and I'll get the likes and the pats on the back and the good for you for doing it. But most people aren't really outraged. Like, you know, when Justin Trudeau did that brown face thing, <laughs> I mean, I, I did a whole uh, segment about that. It's on you YouTube. Sure yeah, and I talked about it and I said, am I outraged? No, I'm not. And most people aren't. And I think even when you see, like, a lot of the leaders pretending to be outraged about it, it's like, let's go get those political points. Let's go get those votes. Let's go steal those votes off of the back of this controversy. You've been able to score some some comedic points, though, thanks to politics. Like, mm -hmm. let's let's be real. I mean, this uh, this election. I mean, politics itself. Yeah. I mean, is just. Uh, I mean, it. it 
it, it's just got to be a happy place for for any, any sort sort of comic out there. But given what's happened over the past, even just past few weeks, oh, yeah. I mean, you must just be sitting back and saying, okay, thank you, comedy gods. Like, thank you for handing this to me. Well, you know, they say whatever is bad for humanity is good for comedy. So this, <laughs> this this small petty type of politics, we didn't used to have this in Canadian politics. Yeah. You know, until recently, I think the last two, three elections where you started seeing Canadian elections being run like American elections, mm. you know, you start seeing that small time politics, those like petty little fights, that distraction, that noise being created yeah. away from the issues. So for comedy, that's just amazing. And um, yeah, I mean, I was so lucky that my tour fell exactly at the same time as this political election campaign. Um, I was able to, to write material and bring it on stage every day. Are you political outside of the stage? Uh, I'm very interested in politics. Just because I think it got that way the older I was getting. It's just, you know, it's just so important to... Uh, uh, our lives and it definitely matters I mean this election I'm very interested in and not just um, in a, as a stand-up but mm-hmm. as, a, as a citizen and as a person I think I'm still undecided and I'm like mm-hmm. doing as much research as possible before I decide who I'm going to vote for you so you try to eliminate the noise and go okay I want to get to know more about yeah. everybody yeah yeah and it, and it's it's been it's been interesting and um, uh, I, I I wanted I wanted to play your 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 bit uh, Trudeau versus <laughs> Let's do it. Sheer. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, but um, just Google it. Just Google it, friends, and, oh. and we'll do it that way. Can you not play it? Is that why? Is it because? Well, no, I'm not sure oh. that I can't not play it. I just um, wanted to make sure that I caught the bleeps enough. <laughs> all right. That's all. Right, that's right. all. So when it you, you talked you talked about um, Trudeau and the blackface brownface mm-hmm. controversy, you say yeah, you weren't uh, you weren't offended by it. a lot of other people were offended by it. Right. Um, when you saw. What did, what did you think? Well, I didn't, like I said, I didn't think, I didn't, I wasn't offended by it. I was just offended by the level of brown he went to. You know, that's what I talked about. I was like, that's too brown. I mean, he had a photo with two other brown people and they were looked white next to him. I'm like, man, did you just go all the way with this? Use the whole can of paint? Like, it didn't even look like, it, it didn't even look black. It looked like crude oil. Like, it was like, it was super black. And so, um, and then I talk about that. I'm like, you know, and people are like, aren't you outraged? Don't you want to do something? I'm like, what am I supposed to do? like put on white face and have a footloose party. <laughs> so, you know, I think seeing it in that way um, uh, for comics is, is a great way to to kind of liberate the issue and lighten it up a bit. You Can know? you find something funny in, any, in anything? Almost everything. I, almost everything I do. What's yeah. off limits? Nothing for me. No. I, I don't write w- with a filter. What I do is I'll, I'll take it up on stage and, you know, we have the benefit of working on material, taking it to open yeah. mics, doing these secret shows to test material for the first times. And so, I mean, if it doesn't get the laugh, then I'll take it out. But if it's, you know, and if you write un- in an unfiltered way, you know, it's the be- usually the best stuff, usually the most innovative stuff. Well, and, you know, I've, you know, radio coaches, television coaches, uh, probably, you know, all sorts of coaches out there would, would probably say it's better to go too far and then dial it back, then not go far enough. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just working within a pre-existing frame, right? Framework. And then what happens is you're, you're kind of sounding like everybody else out there. But yeah, better to go too far and then dial it back. I mean, I'm sure there, <laughs> there are a lot of people, you know, at this station or at the mm-hmm. CRTC who would disagree <laughs> with that. Uh, but uh, I think in comedy, it is supposed to be, this is the way to go. And I think when you water down your comedians, you're doing a disservice to society because we're usually the ones breaking those barriers 
barriers. We're the first ones addressing all those mm-hmm. taboo issues. The first ones liberating those issues, you know, and bringing it up in a funny way so that we can talk about them. Well, and in, 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 in growing up in, in Quebec, I mean, you've been willing to take on a lot of the politics right there oh yeah it's i mean super rich over there in terms of (laughs) in terms of political issues and divisive issues uh and that's been something that i was immersed in from from uh the get-go so um so it was part of my comedic fabric to to be able to speak about those things, you know? So recently, you know what, let's take a break here at 3, uh, 318. Uh, you've you've been living in, in France quite a bit uh, recently. You've been kicking butt over there. Let's talk about that. And I want you, I would love you to compare uh, European audiences with North, North American audiences when we come back. Sugar Sammy in the house. <laughs> Sugar Sammy joining me in studio, uh, the the comic, the comedian. Uh, he's playing Meyer Horowitz Theater this Friday. I'm guessing there might be one or two tickets still available, or could be completely sold out. Yeah, it's almost sold out. So yeah. make sure you get your tickets early because they're not. There's not much left. I think the the floor is almost sold out. Yeah. You know what? The numbers when when you go through your your have you been on your Wikipedia page lately, or is that you updating it? <laughs> no, I haven't been on in a while. <laughs> I wish I had the because time. I'd make up all kinds of things because it's very impressive with the numbers that you've been playing to uh, around the world whether you've been in in Europe and you've been uh, in in the US you France you've made France kind of uh, home Mm -hmm. for the last little bit what's all that about Uh, it's great look I I, I was doing a big show in Quebec Uh, I thought I was gonna maybe end up doing like you know three or four maximum ten shows we ended up doing uh, 150 (laughs) nights in Montreal in a 1400 seat venue and then 400 in Quebec so it was one of the biggest selling shows in Quebec back Mm -hmm. history and then you know I thought the next logical step was let's go try France and I was interested in France because socially politically Mm -hmm. there's so many tensions there it's such a gold mine for comedians and I was interested in talking about France so I went there and it was uh, and it took off it was great and I think uh, nobody's roasted France like that before from the outside and the French appreciated it they they liked it my opening line when I go on stage is I love France you guys are my favorite Arab country (laughs) I (laughs) and that right away you know sets the tone for the rest of the show and they know they're gonna get roasted you pretty talk, hard you talk about it being a roast yeah yeah it's a cultural roast so it's basically i like doing that i like coming into a culture into a country taking in as much information as possible and creating a show around it but almost roasting them making fun of them i do that as the canadian who goes uh-huh. to america so i come in and i talk about the differences we're neighbors but we're so different well, you take a look at america right now what goes yeah i mean my gosh that's just a, a punchline uh ready to write itself over and over again oh, isn't look, it? i tell them i say look uh you know, culturally, we're very different. Like, you know, in Canada, weed is legal and guns are illegal, mm-hmm. right? And if you go to the States, guns are legal, weed is illegal. And in Canada, we're allowed to drink at the age of 18 or 19. So what happens? Every long weekend, you people come up to Canada and you mess up our country. You start getting belligerent. I was like, I, so I found a solution. So we're going to build a wall <laughs> and you're going to pay for it. <laughs> the Mexicans are still going to build it. But you're going to pay for it. (laughs) So that's how I go. I start off my show in America. I kind of like talk about those differences and just go on and on and compare and contrast. So um, if there's there's a place that you love to play, what would it be? I love playing uh, North America, Canada, the U.S. It's just fun. It's just great. You know, it's a stand-up culture. Uh, People understand the mechanics behind it. Uh, When you're roasting them, they know what's going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not like looking at you like a deer in headlights for the first five minutes and then going, okay, I 
get it now. I just love playing uh, North America. It's just a, what about Europe? I mean, what about Europe for you? I mean, again, you've got you've played everywhere. It seems in Europe. Um, how, how do they how do they react to you? And 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 if you had to say best or worst, best and worst, where would that be? Um, I love England. I love playing England. Um, I think it's some of the highest level of comedians out there. The comedy scene in London is incredible. I mean, um, I, I think there I have to bring my A game, and I love roasting them. They love that <laughs> stuff. They they're so self-deprecating. You know, if you watch stuff like The Office and uh-huh. the Ali G Show yeah, yeah. and things like that, you know, they're uh, they're uh, they're definitely um, you know good sports about it. France, I think, made me a better writer because it's the toughest. Uh, country I've ever played, especially Paris. Why so tough? Uh, because they're very demanding. They're very demanding. They want uh, intricate, they want smart mm. and funny. They want all of that at the same time packaged in an eloquent, poetic sentence, you are know? They snobby? They are snobby. <laughs> you know, I told them, I tell them too, I said, you, you guys are the toughest audience I've ever had. I said, if I had to rank the toughest audiences in the world, all right, it would be Paris, <laughs> then ISIS, <laughs> and then everyone else. So they're very tough, but it's made me just a, a much better writer, a much better comedian uh, coming out of there. And your success in France, I mean, you've just ended up on the, the, Fr- the, the, the France's version of America's Got Talent? Yeah, I'm one of the judges. So I'm... Uh, Not not just like the guest judge, but like a regular judge. Regular judge, yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's one of the biggest uh, watch shows in France, like 4.5 million viewers a week. Uh, and we're on for a whole season. So it's great. Yeah, so I got picked up by uh, the network and uh, and they said, hey, uh, we want you to be a, a judge. What do you think? I said, okay, let's have fun with it. And it's been it's been a great experience. Have you, did you have fun with it? I had, had a lot fun of fun. With it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing I'm doing season two right now. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. So what's what's next for, for Sugar Sammy? Well, the Horowitz Theater this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the Meyer Horowitz Theater this Friday. Uh, and then, you know, the, the Canadian tour continues. And then I have a French tour. So a tour of France all this fall and then a U.S. tour early in 2020. Okay. So touring, though, I mean, is, I mean, and that, that obviously has to be, is that the peak for you? Is that, or is there is there something next? You know, you look at, you know, we were just talking about Chappelle's, uh, you know, uh, new new uh, routine that was it was just out on 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 video. Is that something that you're interested in doing more of? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a few specials out yeah. there. Um, more specials would be great, but I mean, I love touring. I love being on stage. I love playing to a new audience every night. I love winning over that new audience member who hasn't quite seen my show yet and being like, okay, I've converted them. You know. And one of the things I love about you is is the, the new material. It's yeah. it's it's constantly changing. Yeah. You don't just kind of rest on laurels of, you know, something that you did, you know, five years ago. Yeah, I'm always writing. I think that's one of those things. My two favorite things are writing and performing. So, uh, you know, I get I wake up and I have a million ideas. My phone has like thousands of notes in it and I'm, I keep writing every day. It's just there's so much inspiration out there in everyday life even. So, Sammy, a couple of texts have come in and I'm going to I'm going to ask them for you. One says keep poking the bear. Keep, All right. keep doing it. Keep keep doing that. And someone wants to know what's the difference between you and Russell Peters. Uh, well, we're two different Indian guys uh, <laughs> from two different set of Indian parents. Uh, and all we have in common is that we're Indian and born in Canada. But the rest is good. I mean, we could ask that question, and it'll sound it'll sound it'll sound weird just if it's about anybody else. So, uh, what's the difference between Brian Adams and Corey Hart? Exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> exactly. What's the difference between Michael Jackson and Prince? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't, we go, don't get me going on that But two one. very different people, you know? Uh, Sugar Sammy uh, playing the Meyer Horowitz Theatre this Friday's in Calgary. You're heading off to Calgary, then your Friday Canadian tour continues, then uh, watch for American tour, and just, I mean, continued best of luck. Uh, it's It's been wonderful to watch this uh, this uh, this ride that you've been on over the past 10 years while I've been watching. Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. It's so nice. Thank you.